Welcome to the Do Something Beautiful podcast. I am your host, Leah Darrow, and I share with you inspirational people who are truly doing something beautiful to make our world better. This podcast is inspired by the words of St. Mother Teresa of Calcutta, who said, do something beautiful for God. Do it with your life. Do it every day. Do it in your own way, but do it. Stella and we are Nun and Nunner. Today we've hacked Leah Darrow's podcast intro. Haha, step one of world domination by nuns is complete. That's right. So welcome to the Do Something Beautiful podcast, where we share with you inspirational people who are truly doing something beautiful to make our world better. We're inspired by St. Teresa of Calcutta who said, do something beautiful for God. Do it with your life. Do it every day. Do it in your own way, but do it. And so we're introducing Leah in our own way. That's right, because we've written a theme song. Well, she used to be on America's Next Top Model. She answered God's good call and took his cue. She's a wife, a mom, a writer, and a done good Catholic. And her podcast now is coming straight to you. Welcome back to the Do Something Beautiful podcast. I cannot wait for you to start listening to these amazing, amazing women. Nun and Nunner, welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you. We're happy to be here. (laughs) Okay. I'm already laughing. We've done nothing. We've done nothing but just quickly say hello. I found out about you two, Nun and Nunner. There's, gosh, there's so many things I want to ask you right now, but I found out about you two really quickly just to give a little introduction through Instagram because Jackie Francois Angel reposted something about you, like one of your videos, like your little sing-songy videos that you guys do. And I just thought, you've got to be kidding me. Like, I cannot believe this exists in the world. This is so fantastic. Oh, there was a big highlight when she posted about us. Whew. That was big. Well, she's got a massive Instagram following. I mean, I think everybody on the planet follows Jackie. So yeah, I can imagine that was really big because like, I think that you guys got like a ton of followers. Oh, we couldn't even keep up with it. In fact, I think it was the night before we had done a show in Indianapolis and we were driving back and we posted either a video or a picture or something and said, hey, let's hope for 900 followers. And I really did. At that moment, I thought... Boy, if only Jackie Francois Angel would see this, that would be such a game changer. You did, you didn't. Yeah, I know. And really, yeah. And and, well, that's kind of how my prayers work. (laughs) Just kind of thinking, very directed. Like I want this one person to look at it and share. (laughs) I need to start praying like this. Yep. And so, and then it was like two days later that she did, and it was pretty awesome. And usually, when something happens with Nun to Nunner, Katie will call me, and she'll because she's kind of our social media. She's in charge of our social media, and so she called me like three times, and I was doing something, I think, and then I finally picked up the phone. She's like, "We're blowing up." (laughs) (laughs) So many ways to take that. Um, Okay, so let's introduce you because it's kind of hard, obviously, with the not being a video. Okay, so obviously, just for the record, really quickly, you guys aren't really Catholic nuns. Correct. We are yeah, not correct. Just Much so we all know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was wondering because when I first saw you, I thought, I guess they're nuns. And then I kind of thought those habits are just slightly different, like just slightly different. Like, huh? Okay. And then I thought, 
Like I was watching how you guys interact with each other. And I'm thinking, what? I wonder what order allows this because why did I not look at that order when I was discerning my vocation? Um, right. And then I found out later that it's not an order because it's all made up. And it was, it, it kind of like, you know, it put my husband and I at rest that I chose the right vocation of marriage. Cause I was like, well, maybe I chose wrong. Maybe I should have been the nun and nun or nun. But <laughs> well, I think you went through the same process that a lot of our followers do. We have a lot of, we get a lot of questions, mostly like in messages, like, are you real? Are you, if someone comments, we kind of just avoid the question a little bit, but not because we want to like cause scandal or anything, just because it's kind of fun. I think we're like the, we're in character. Yeah. We're like the Miranda Sings of the Catholic world. Like, uh, so (laughs) without the uh, weird lipstick, right? Exactly. Thankfully. Thank you. Yeah. But I think a lot of our followers went through or are going through the same process that you did. <laughs> but it is kind of cool. We have gotten people, young women actually asking us about how to look into a vocation and yeah. things like that. And so we love that even though we might not necessarily be nuns ourselves, we can direct people to convents that we respect. And so that's kind of cool sometimes to be able to do that. And having both discerned at one point and being in continual discernment about what God wants us to do every day, it's nice to have something to help them with, direct them to uh, support them with ways to discern in the big and little things. Right. Absolutely. Okay. So let's go ahead and do some introductions, like some official introductions of like exactly who we're talking to. So we have Katie Beardmore. Tell us who you are in Nun and Nunner skit. Okay. So I'm Sister Mary Rose. I'm the one with the guitar and... Uh, yeah, I, I'm a theology teacher at a Catholic high school by day and a fake nun by night. <laughs> <laughs> this is so fantastic. I mean, who would ever have thought of like, what? So, so like, mom, what do you do? Well, dear, I'm a fake nun. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> My students really give me a hard time sometimes, but they love it. Sometimes if we go live, they'll come on our live stream or um, the other day I went live from my classroom and they were all about that. And yeah, it's fun. Excellent. I saw that live stream from your classroom and it was wonderful. You look like you're a very good teacher. Okay. So Katie is Sister Mary Rose. And then we've got, I'm going to try to say your name correctly, Michaela. Is that's that right. That's is correct. that right? So it's, it's, it's for the record, not Michaela yeah. people, not Michaela. This is Michaela. It's a common mistake. The worst pronunciation of my name has been McSheila Glafobsi, but it actually is Michaela Glavke. I like it, McSheila. McSheila Glafobsi. Yeah. Yep, it's my alter alter ego. Um, no, no, but yes, I'm I'm Michaela Glavke, and I am also Sister Maria Stella, and I am the kazoo player and tambourine player and egg shaker. And cowbell, cowbell. Um, <laughs> we're trying to add a few new things to the repertoire, but she's getting real good at that at that kazoo. One of my new favorite songs we do, which it took us an hour for me to get it down, was um, <laughs> "Be My Baby," and we tried to do the the kind of beat to yeah the beat for that, and it took it took me a while. So I'm, <laughs> I'm not really proficient in it yet, but but I try. But yeah, so that's that's what I do, and. By day, I right now I'm substitute teaching. I am a housewife and a wife, and try to support my husband. He he's a Catholic psychologist, actually. 
Wow. What a comp. I wonder what he says about this nun and nunner. Oh, Leah, you ask good questions. <laughs> He's gotten a lot. Poor Mark. He's gotten a lot more okay with it. Not, not okay. He, just more comfortable. Maybe I think when we first started doing this, he, uh, didn't know what to think. Yeah. I would say, Hey, Mark, um, oh, do you want to, do you want to hear our, our new song or whatever? And he'd be like, not nah, really. <laughs> <laughs> But he's gotten more excited about it. I think as we've gained followers, he's seen and and seen some of the things we do. He does appreciate what we do, I think. But it was weird. He calls himself a nun widow. A nun widow. This is so fantastic. Okay, so so nun and nunner. Is this, I mean, is it obvious enough that this is a playoff of at least the title of Dumb and Dumber? Well, that's a favorite movie of ours for sure. And as we were, we've done this for a long time without a name. But as we started to kind of get more legit, I guess we needed, you know, we needed an Instagram, we needed a website. So we needed a name and we brainstormed for about two minutes and then another came out and we we're like, yeah, that's not right. <laughs> but you are correct. Perfect. Yeah, well, it's one it. of my, it's one of my favorite movies. I mean, in, ter- in terms of like stupid humor, I love it. It's like that. It's, it's the best form of stupid humor I've ever experienced in cinema for myself. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic. I still repeat lines from that over and over and over. And anybody who get who who gets me with Dumb and Dumber is like an instant friend. So I feel like we're already very close here. So oh, perfect. Yes. So so good. I love that movie. Um, and I could talk about that, but let's not. Let's talk about <laughs> Nun and Nunner. And let's what you guys. No, nope, let's doing. just put another shrimp on the Bobby. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Leah. Uh, go ahead. I love I love the part when he's like, <laughs> but Tweed didn't have a head. <laughs> pretty bird. Yes, pretty bird. <laughs> and he duct taped the bird's head to the body. Oh, for the love of all things holy. Yes, this is what inspires. Uh-huh. Yeah, people always ask, our, who's nun and who's nunner? And we just say, well, that's for you to decide. There you go. So you guys have been, and I know your website is nunandnunner.com. Is that correct? Yes. Make sure I had that yeah, right. Correct. And then your Instagram handle is nunandnunner, right? Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. At nunandnunner. Okay, so people can go there and they can book you for events. And you're already kind of going crazy. So people can email you at nunandnunner at gmail.com. And you can, you just go to any event and just kind of bring levity and you do this like comedy skit, correct? Yeah. And we have never done the same skit twice. So, so say whatever, if a a youth group or we've done grandparents days and mom's groups, and we've even been auctioned off um, at auctions for fundraisers and things like that. We never do the same show twice. So we get together and if we do our typical shows, like maybe 25 minutes, and it takes us about five hours start to finish to write to learn the songs, to get it to a point where we're, it's almost memorized and to make it something that is fresh, new, you know, getting songs right off the radio. Yeah. Wow. So you put in a lot of work for this stuff, huh? We do. We do. Yeah. But we love it, really. Mm-hmm. You guys are hilarious. So now you do a lot of music in your skits, huh? That's correct. Yes. Okay, so the one that you did recently for Mother's Day, I have to tell you a few things. One, I loved it. It was fantastic. (laughs) I especially loved it because Rocky's theme song, the Rocky movies are my favorite movies of all time. Completely. Awesome. Yes, I'm just, I mean, 
I know that it's going to be like this intense violation of all things good and right. But I think I might like them more than Star Wars and even Lord of the Rings at times. It's just a whole different feel. It's a whole different ball game because it's like, I don't know. It makes you like want to stand up and like fight the biggest giant in the room and be like, I can do it. And you'll totally get smacked down. Right. But you just feel like you can. And so when I heard this Mother's Day song to Eye of the Tiger, I was like, shut up. This is awesome. <laughs> oh, oh yes. yes. We w- usually when we build our show, we try to our most successful shows are built around the songs. When yeah. we write, when it comes best to us, easiest to us, it's when we pick a few songs and we tailor our message around it and then it just works. It usually gels really well that way. Right. So. so we might like re- this was a maybe a month or maybe a few months ago. We kind of made this mashup between Ed Sheeran's "Shape of You" and Justin Bieber's "Sorry," and both songs actually kind of bugged me before. Like Ed Sheeran's is talking about "I'm in love with the shape of you," and it's like, well, we haven't read Theology of the Body, but whatever. And then <laughs> Justin Bieber is, you know, is it too late now to say sorry? Okay, whatever. But um, I always tell my kids like you can tell something is a love song or a lust song if Jesus could sing it to you or about you or whatever. And the songs just kind of fell flat for me. But when we wrote them, you know, brought them together and made it about the Eucharist and how sometimes you got to go to confession before you receive this beautiful message, like emerged from the songs. And so we really like the Holy Spirit to kind of guide us when a song comes out on the radio or something that we think, oh, we could do something with this. It's kind of fun. I like that. Okay. So I ha- can I like put in a request or a suggestion? Yeah, absolutely. Not that you're asking, but I'm just (laughs) going to do it. Okay. So in fact, I just, I spoke about this in the last episode of my podcast and I'm, so it's just coming to me right now. So I do not have any talent whatsoever in singing or playing musical instruments. I don't, it's not what God gave me. I would love to, and I would be, I mean, it would be my dream to be able to do like musical theater. But once again, I did the theater part, but the musical part, they told me to go home like immediately. Oh, no. <laughs> no, it's completely true. I tried out constantly and they were like, Leah, Leah, no, no. <laughs> Get off the stage. Well, and I talent, uh, you know, overflowing in other areas. That's right. Praise be to God. And, and that's fine. Look, I have no problem with it. And I feel like people, when people are honest about their gifts and talents, sometimes it makes other people feel uncomfortable, you know? So when mm-hmm. I'm honest and I'm like, no, I completely suck. Like, I'm the worst singer, like one of the worst, hands down. And people are like, oh, no, you're not. No. And I'm like, no, I am. Like, it, I'm cool with that. I'm totally fine being terrible at singing. And I know some people say, well, anybody can sing and blah, blah, blah. And, and singing's twice praying and all that junk. But I think Jesus <laughs> is like, Leah, just talk to me. Just all you got to do is talk to me. <laughs> So anyways, so I, but because I can't sing, I like to enjoy the fact that I can't. And I'm also a little shameless when it comes to me not being able to sing. So I still do it because it's fun and who cares? So at one point, this is, this comes to my suggestion. Sorry that I've taken forever to get to this point, but I got to the, I would like last last summer I was just driving through the country and my sister was driving and I was like, let's come up with a fun song. And I do a lot of like, I sing all the time in terms of like, just like singing throughout the house and being silly. Once again, it's not great, but I still do it. Yeah. And you know, that song, it's a 
praise and worship song. And once again, I have failed to find the right author of it. I should probably look it up right now as we're talking because that would just be appropriate, <laughs> like give somebody credit where credit's due. Okay, so I, while I'm looking it up and you can hear me type because... Uh, okay, and of course, I'm now even more humble because it's by one of the largest... Christian artist in the world, Chris Tomlin. God, I'm an idiot. Okay, yeah. Okay, so one of his 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 recent popular songs last year was "Good Good Father," right? I knew that's what you're going to ask, Leah. Okay, well then you know me. So I came up with, and I'm not saying you should do this, but I came up with a, an alternative lyrics to that song that really was at the heart of where my heart is at that moment, and and it's probably still is today. And I sing a song with the lyrics of, you're a good, good waffle. It's who you are. It's who you are. And you're loved by me with your chocolate chips and your whipped cream. See, you're, you're getting down to the theological. Right. I'm just going down to, I'm going real, real deep. You know what I mean? I love it. I love it. Hey, we need a sister Helena. So. Yes. <laughs> That's all you need, Sister Helena, to come on up there. Like to be a postulant. Yeah, Sister Helena, I think hell is the proper word in there, and because I (laughs) would bring it down, it would it would it would burst into flames. Everything I would touch within your good works would be ended. You'd be like, okay, Sister Helena, you need to go home. So (laughs) I'd be happy to join up one time for like you know like like the last show of your entire career. I I could pop in just so you know that you know. I wouldn't have the, the, the worry that it was because of me that everything failed. But anyways, so good, good father, good, good waffle. That was kind of waffle. fun, which I think is also why I appreciate your, your humor and all of your music, because you take these great fun songs that people know and they know the lyrics to, like the one I mentioned previously, I Have the Tiger with the Rocky movies. And then you add these great fun lyrics that people actually are paying attention to and listen to. And I mean, it's probably, I mean, it's part of like your shtick is to kind of catechize while you're doing a skit? I would say yes, although there's something about catechize that I would say for us, we're re- it's reminding people who they are, who God is. It should sit with you and say, yes, that is so true. Almost like, you know, I, yes, I already knew that. That does fit, you know? So not in a way that we want to say, <laughs> we want to teach you what you don't know. But we want to remind you of who you are, of who God is, and of his love for us. So, yeah. (laughs) That's awesome. So, I mean, what has typically been the response when, when, when you come out? And obviously the people who hire you like you and know you and have seen you. But for the for the audience members who are like, what is happening? I mean, what is their response afterwards? What do they usually tell tell you? Like after a show? Uh-huh, yeah. Oh, we, we've gotten really, I would say, really positive oh, yeah. feed, feedback, so which, is, which is very uplifting for us because it's after we've put the work into it, it's just nice to know that people do get something out of it, whether it's just a laugh, some joy, maybe a little golden nugget of um, theology. theology or something like that. And yeah, when it, actually it was the lock-in that we did for a youth group and they had, they didn't really know who we were Their Their youth minister did. And that's why she hired us, but the kids didn't. And it was fun to see their faces change as the show went on. They were kind of, well, if anyone's ever taught teens, you know, 
the deadpan look <laughs> and you're just like, oh boy, this is a, they're a tough crowd, the teens. But as the show went on and then we did our Disney medley, which we used mm-hmm. to tell our story of how we became nuns, you can, you know, saw some of them singing along and then by the end of it, they're clapping for us and, and they they come up to us and thank us for what we do. And, yeah. and so that's really rewarding, I would say. And it's great to see, you know, when we come out and they're expecting probably some like chastity talk, I don't know, whatever they're expecting. And then we, <laughs> you know, we do some flow Rida song or whatever. And their faces when they're like, oh my gosh, is this real? And we get that same when we do grandparents days, when we do, you know, it's, what Michael has said that we work so hard on it. There, there's always a point in when we're writing a show where, first of all, so many jokes hit the cutting room floor and we have a <laughs> blast. I mean, we will be, you know, sitting, drinking wine, writing this. So at times we have been rolling on the floor laughing at ourselves. And there's always a time though that we say, okay, are we the only ones that are going to find this hysterical? <laughs> I mean, that's a great question because I feel like that's where I am at in most of my life um, mm. in terms of just almost everything I, I do. So at what point do you realize, okay, this is really good stuff? I mean, is it just trial and error or what? Well, I would say yes, although we have done this so often now that we have found that if we adjust ourselves, which is technically not ourselves because we're not nuns, but if we just go with what we think is funny and go what we Mm -hmm. think is compelling, people find it funny. And there's so many, I I think people are so used to a real polished act, whether that be you know, some big star that they've seen in concert or anything they hear on the radio where something has been so polished and made to be something that appeals to everyone and whatever. We aren't that. We are not polished. We, I mean, we work hard, but we are just ourselves, just who God made us to be. And like St. Catherine of Siena said, that seems to set fire in, in ways. Awesome. And you're right. I think people enjoy somebody who is authentic and vulnerable. And Mm -hmm. and that vulnerability, just knowing who you are and allowing yourself to be that in front of others. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that flows through our friendship. It's a very like what you see when you watch another that flows from our friendship very organically. We Mm -hmm. have been friends for a long time. We were roommates at one point. We both worked at as court reporters for a few years. And we would sit on the courthouse steps and kind of talk in these voices to each other. I mean, like just being ridiculous. And so this really flows from our friendship quite Mm -hmm. organically. And actually, um, Katie was my maid of honor. And for her speech, she actually sang it to me, changed the lyrics to Don't Stop Believin'. It has about 18,000 views on YouTube if you want to check it out. (laughs) But... That she's saying it because, and she introduced it. She was telling people this, it was even before Nun and Nunner. We were, that's what we did as youth leaders. And we were youth leaders together mm-hmm. and we would do these skits. And so it just came naturally for her to sing her speech at my wedding. So, yeah. Okay. So you had mentioned that you do some type of Disney song to introduce yourself to people. Yes. Yeah. Is that is that something you can you can do now? Leah, are you asking for the sisters to come on the show? Yeah, maybe maybe we should invite Nun and Nunner on the show officially now and we'll just say goodbye to Katie and uh, not Michaela, but Michaela. Um <laughs> and we'll invite Nun and Nunner on and then we'll just how about how about we talk to Nun and Nunner? Is that okay? Well, sure. Okay. All right. I'm ready if the nuns are ready. 
Well, we are here and waiting. We have been waiting to come on the show. Well, patience is a virtue. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for having us here, Leah. We uh Oh, we're thrilled. We're so thrilled. Wait, who who are you now? Your sister oh, I'm Sister Mary Rose. And I'm Sister Maria Stella. And we are Nun and Nunner. That's right. We're a traveling troop of two evangelizing as we travel the globe, spreading joy about the gospel. That's right. We evangelize. Yep. We don't criticize. Nope. We don't compromise. We don't. We, we well, we don't, certainly don't uh, circumcise. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> we do dramatize. We do dramatize. And so that's what we're doing here today. Okay. Uh, okay, sisters. What can you do? Can you sing us a song to introduce yourselves to uh, the listeners? Well, we would love to. And you know what? The Disney medley, it's a perfect way to just tell, tell you what it's like to be a nun. That's right. And it starts out before the convent, people thought we had it all. It, but frankly, it felt like we were drowning. That's right. But once we joined, it felt like oh, well, we became a part of something bigger. That's right. But who cares? No big deal. I want more. I want to be where the sisters are. I want to see, want to see them dancing, walking around on those, what do you call them? Bare feet. Up where they walk, up where they run, up where they stay all day with the sun, wandering free. Wish I Cute. I love it. A little bit of Aladdin, a little bit of the mermaid. That's right. That's right. Bringing it all together. Okay, so sisters, what do you think are the biggest struggles of uh, teens today? Oh, boy. That's a good question, Leah. It sure is. Well, boy, I mean, they struggle with so much, not because of them, but because of the world. You know, we've got a tough world to live in that has a lot of pressure. That's right. And, you know, we can't live in isolation. We have to help each other. And we live in a world of technology. It's really easy to, to run into your little hole and, and just uh, be looking up on your gadgets and gizmos and whatever. <laughs> and, gadgets uh, and gizmos. <laughs> and, uh, but you need to reach out. Look to a, a priest, a, a teacher, and a mentor. Even I always say the best friends you will ever have are the ones that will help you get to heaven. Those That's are the right. friends that you'll look back and say, oh, that was a, a good friend there. And so, I don't know, would it be okay if we had another little song about holding on to the friends around you? <laughs> that, would, that would be awesome, sisters. Let's go ahead and do, let's go ahead and do it. Okay. <laughs> I'm a little unsteady, a little unsteady, 
need somebody help, not just anybody help. You know I need someone help, and I'm free, free falling. Yeah, I'm free, free falling. <laughs> Okay, sister. So that was fantastic. You sounds like you guys really know your music. You have the Beatles in there, Free Fallen in there. I mean, come on. That's right. <laughs> well, we like to appeal to all audiences, young and old. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, you guys are so good. Okay, 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 sisters. Okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Leah, get control of yourself there. <laughs> Sorry, this is so great. So, let me ask you a question, a serious question. Okay, sisters. So. When you get ready for these performances that you do and you put on your habit, right? Or I guess you've already had it on. I don't know, whatever. Sure. Yes. Your habit. Uh, I always have my habit on. So, yeah. Yes. Yes. You only wear, that's right. You only wear your habit. Do you just, uh, I've always wanted to ask nuns this and sometimes I do. Well, the ones that I know that won't like not talk to me afterwards. So I'm going to ask you this. Um, (laughs) Do you just like, do you still shave your legs or you just say, you know what? That boat has sailed. Oh, listen, that boat has never sailed. <laughs> that, is, that is a the continually rising boat. Yes. Now, I will say that in the convent, the razors aren't as nice, but still gets a job done. Um, I think that boat has sailed, sister. Oh, you don't shave your sis? No, I've seen you not shave Oh, yours. that's enough. Okay. Well, just, <laughs> Leah, did you have another no, question? No, because last supper, sister. No, that's enough. I, well, I, that's just, what, silence is a virtue. Go ahead, Leah, with another question. <laughs> <laughs> oh god I am, this is so great okay okay i don't know if i can go on anymore and have like a serious podcast if i continue on with sisters so i'm gonna talk back to katie and not michaela um okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're back we're back okay um, it is and i seriously i put out a facebook post just before i did this podcast interview saying pray for me because i don't know if i can get through it without laughing it, it is I mean, it's so entertaining. It's so great. You're obviously extremely talented and God's given you these amazing gifts. I mean, like, do you feel like this is the apostle that God's given you to kind of continue on? It's funny you asked that. I'm, <laughs> I'm just going to take the wheel yeah, go here. For it. Because when we were in college, it was an apostle in a certain sense where we were, we decided to be youth ministers during that time in our life. But then that stopped for a little while for me, not Katie. She's continued on to be a campus minister. But as time went on and she was teaching at CC, they would just keep asking us to come back. And I was actually listening to your podcast with Father Mike. And it was funny because he was talking about how people just keep asking him to do this. And so I feel like we're just trying to respond to the Holy Spirit in the sense that it's an accidental apostolate in a certain sense is maybe the best way to say it. We are just kind of trying to go with the flow. And if people want us to do a show, we'll do a show. And if God's like, mm, you guys had a great run, it's <laughs> time for you to yes. put, put your hang up the habit, right? Yeah. Hang up <laughs> the habit. We, you know, we would do it, but for now we do keep getting asked and we get encouragement, you know, even from parish priests or just friends, spouses, 
things like that. And Mm -hmm. so we're trying to just respond, I guess. Yeah. I think anytime we have tried to take the reins on this, it hasn't gone well, (laughs) honest to God. Um, I mean, now we didn't, we were in Glamour Magazine in November. I saw that. I'm sorry. I forgot to mention that. Oh, please. No, believe me, that's actually not one of our highlights, if you'll believe it. And that is not to badmouth Glamour at all. It was You can let me do that. That's absolutely fine. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, it's given us some legitimacy. You know, when people say that you were in glamour, uh, you know, it makes sometimes us seem a little bit more cool than we are. But I will say that whenever we have tried to take the reins and be, you know, like kind of be famous or be out there, it has not gone well. In that article, we had a um, interview. The funny story about that interview is that when the journalist called us, we had been waiting for her call for a, a little bit of time. and thought that it just wasn't going to happen. And we were down at a hotel in Indianapolis and we were sitting by the pool. And when we realized it wasn't going to happen, we were both a little bummed. And so we just jumped in the pool with our clothes on. We call it fat dipping. And then all of a sudden, five minutes later, she calls and we're like, oh my gosh, what do we do? do?" And I said, look, just answer the phone. She won't know we're in the pool and just don't move around a lot. But, uh, and this is like 10 o'clock at night. We're in the middle of the city. And eventually it was probably an hour interviewed it. And she said, Girls, what is that splashing sound? And we did have to tell her. But um, <laughs> but in the middle of that interview, at one time, she had asked about the kind of joy that we share. And and I had said that passingly. I said, well, it seemed like when I was young, everybody who, who talked about the faith did so in not in a joyful way. And it made me want to become a youth minister and, and spread that joy. And so they published that verbatim that said, everyone who taught me the faith didn't have joy. And it was devastating. I mean, I had to calm all of my old teachers and say, I'm very sorry. Clearly, you are not somebody that, you know, um, didn't have joy because here I am teaching religion. Clearly, something went went right. But anytime we have tried to take control or try to kind of take the reins or, you know, go out of God's plan and something, it hasn't really gone that well. So we just kind of let things flow. We don't really publicize ourselves. We don't buy ads on Instagram. You know, we just let things flow and the Holy Spirit takes care of us. Yeah. Amen. And that's obviously, I'm sure any good person would be able to say the same thing. And I'll, I'll join them in those voices that it's true, right? And that's what an apostolate is. It's a shared mission with Christ. It's something that he chooses us and he chooses the way that he wants to use us with the gifts that he's given us. And clearly it's obvious. And, and you know, you two both have this amazing gift for comedy and for music and singing, and you bring that joy definitely to others. I mean, it's wonderful. And yeah, I saw the article in Glamour magazine. I thought, oh, I can't believe they actually were going to post something about religion and faith and belief in a magazine that typically highlights a culture that is not supporting uh, belief in God and following what God says. And I look at the article and it's very slanted in many different ways. And the types of people that they're (laughs) highlighting of different faiths are just basically saying, well, I believe in this faith, but only if it includes everything that's not really of faith. Right. Or they just really believe in themselves, but okay. (laughs) Right. And then I saw your article too. And I'm thinking, I don't, you know, and just knowing that world well enough to know you can't believe everything you read and you have to check your sources on all of it. You just never know what's gonna, how they're going to twist words or what they're going to say, and you have to be so mm-hmm. careful within that. But no matter what, regardless of glamour, you two have been able to bring a lot of joy to a lot of people through your humor and through this amazing skit. 
I do have a question I've been wanting to ask you, and I meant to ask it to you earlier, so it might sound kind of awkward to ask it now, but how did you make those habits? Or, I mean, did you find them? Did somebody donate them to you? How did you get your costumes? Well, we ordered them online and they weren't Shut just from- up. Oh yeah, they weren't just from the kind of like plastic bag Halloween costume things, but we ordered them online and they were, they're from a costume kind of place, but yeah. but they're not like the ones you'd find like in a bag at Walmart. So we did order them. We had like the wimple, like the white part around our heads. We had that made. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But because uh, the one that they sent, it was just kind of awkward or something. Now, yep. Do you tell people that you belong to a certain order? Absolutely. We're from the Passionist Missionary Sisters. PMS. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> we used to be from the Passionist Order of Providence. That's right. P-O-O-P. That didn't work out so well. So we changed orders. <laughs> from poop to PMS. Well, you know what? It's You're, you're moving up in the world. Sister. We are. We're trying. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I mean, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I have, I mean, I'd love to have you back on again. Anytime. I, oh, thank you. I would love it. I'm wiping my eyes. I've been laughing so much. It's been so fun. Um, oh, and I, thank you for having us. We really, yeah. it means so much. And we both are such big fans of you. And I just, it's so cool to be in a time in the church where so many people with social media, you know, are using that in a beautiful way. And so your story, uh, when I told my kids we were going to be on your, your pot, my, my students, that we were going to be on your podcast, I mean, you really have made a difference in the world. And so to be kind of partnering with you in a small way really is thrilling for us. Mm-hmm. Praise be to God and all glory be to God for all things. That's, I can't speak for you, but I'm sure I probably couldn't say in this, but it's just by God's grace alone, right? Absolutely. God's grace alone that he gives us these gifts and talents and he's able to work through us. And I just, I love God's always spoken to me in many ways, but, but one way he's been consistent is with humor and joy. God always, that's just something I gravitate towards. And so it's been, if you've ever heard any one of my talks, I'm always including a lot of humor in it, a little self-deprecating humor, but I love that vulnerability that humor allows and Mm -hmm. it brings you to a place where it kind of reminds you that we're all in this together you know and and just a little slice of heaven i mean there's so much in our going on in our world that would cause us to have this kind of furrowed brow you know like oh my goodness there's so and even just drama and there's so much in our world that can cause us to be that way and so even if it's just in a 15 minute none and under show that allows you to just Mm -hmm. breathe and revel at the beauty of life. Uh, that's a good thing. Absolutely. I, I absolutely agree. No, I was just going to say one of my favorite saints, St. Saint Philip Neri's feast is coming up. I think it's May 26th. And Katie's referenced him in our Instagram because he used to be a prankster and he shaved half of his beard sometimes just to keep people on their toes. Mm-hmm. And I think that <laughs> That it's definitely an inspiration. Now, now he also did it because he was a very holy man and he wanted to make sure people knew that he was still on their level of a regular human being. We're not exactly in that same boat, <laughs> but it, I think it's still in this somewhat in the same vein. And yeah, 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 it's beautiful. And and you know, saints like that who have that sense of humor. Oh man, those. I mean, I just I have a feeling, God willing, if I make it, those will be the ones at the gate of heaven and they're going to come up to me as I approach and they're going to be like, I am so sorry, but you're in the wrong place. Mm. And they're like, Hey, gotcha. Come on. 
<laughs> right. You're so right. We've got the transfer That's forms so here. Funny. I'm like, yeah. Peter. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that was so good. Later on, then I'll be like, let's do it to the next one. And you know, it's- <laughs> That's awesome. Also, oh, while I will spend a decent, uh, <laughs> considerable amount of time in purgatory. But either way. Um, well, we will see you there. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, amen, sisters. Okay. Um, gosh, I have, I need to wrap up. I'm sure all my listeners don't want me to because it's been so good and I have so many more questions, but I think let's just try to have you back on again. That would be awesome. We would love it. Awesome. Awesome. So, okay, listen, I'm just going to, and I will put all of this information in the show notes on my website, leadera.com, where you can find the show notes in the podcast itself. Obviously you'll find the podcast on iTunes. And if you're listening to this, that's you, you're already doing that. And, but just so you know, none and nunner, it's none and nunner.com. That's their website. Instagram is at none and nunner. I highly recommend you bring these amazing gals, sisters out to whatever event you have. I mean, think outside the box, people. If you have a bachelorette party, bring these sisters. This would be a Catholic bachelorette party should absolutely include nuns. And so you, this would be perfect, perfect for it. Bring it to an anniversary party, a birthday party. You could, I mean, whatever you'd want to do. I am so excited for the, what the Lord is doing in bo- both of you. Thank you. Thank you for doing something beautiful in this world and bringing joy and laughter in a place where sometimes we just need to be reminded that humor is a good thing. Agreed. God bless you, Leah. Thank you yes. so much for having us. Thank, thank you. you. And thank you for listening to the Do Something Beautiful podcast. God love you. God bless. And remember, whatever you do, do something beautiful to glorify the Lord. <laughs>